knocker. As they say, anything can happen on Wrestle Lost. Welcome to Wrestle Lost Falls. The sniper. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Russell Lost. What a couple of days it has been. Uh, it's been a roller coaster ride. So, to get it going, here's Johnny. Yeah, so we're going to start off with some not so serious news. In fact, something that we found out today, what I would call the bullshit news of the week. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I don't know. Have, have you, does Andrew know about this? What we were talking about earlier? I don't think he does. Okay, good. Good. We're going to get a live reaction then. Um, <laughs> so, Freddie was telling me earlier that, uh, so you remember the, the Shockmaster, right? He botched his debut in WCW on live TV. Well, the helmet that he wore has been sold for $850,000. Now, I'm going to let you guess who bought this. Now, I'll give you a hint, a couple hints. It's a female, and this news was reported by TMZ. It's going to shock you. I have no clue. Angelina Jolie, why not? No, 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 no. No, actually, no, this person has a lot more money than Angelina Jolie. It was bought by Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Okay. And why? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, and I mean, good for whoever had possession of that helmet. They just banked. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what her motivation was for buying this. I, I, I didn't, I didn't even know she was a wrestling fan. If she is, look, e, let's say this is true. It's TMZ, so it's probably true. Let's yeah. say. She did buy it for that amount of money. Obviously, we're going to talk because (laughs) that's what we do. So we talked and we said, you know, maybe in in a perfect world, some of that money would be donated to Jay Briscoe's family. Because whoever sold it to her probably upcharged the shit out of it. Yeah, because I don't think it is. I don't think a normal person would would even pay that much. I mean, normal person people don't have that kind of money, but but still, yeah, that that's just weird to me. When I read it, I said, "What the fuck is going on?" But a little bit of awkward wrestling news to start out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was reported this week that Devon Dudley has left WWE. Uh, this follows uh, 
uh, well, I, I don't know if they're connected, but last month he was scheduled to be at a at a BCW uh, show in, in Philadelphia, which was supposed to be like a like some sort of ECW type reunion, and, and uh, he was gonna be there with Bully Ray, but WWE found out about it and they threatened to fire him if he would attend. So he pulled out. But this means that now he's he's free to do whatever he wants. I don't know if he if he wants to get back into wrestling. Bully Ray is a free agent. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, Tony Khan, sign <laughs> him up. <laughs> you, already, you already got you got the Hardys in there. You got Christian. Edge might be next. Yeah, I mean, we talked about how it could be impossible for that to happen, but doesn't seem too impossible now to have at least two of the three legit teams, you know? Yeah. Because Devon being tied with WWE probably wouldn't have been able to do it, but he's not there anymore. So he's good to go. As long as he wants to. And Bubba, you know, he will. And if you're going to bring him in, you might as well say fuck it all and have him use the name, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's two of the three. Like Christian's still out with injury. So who knows yeah. when he's going to come back. And Edge is a little tied up at the moment. <laughs> yeah. But it would be nice, though. Yeah. Well, uh, this last week on Raw, they announced that Cody is going to return at the Rumble. Thanks for taking away one of the surprises. Hmm. They said they did did that because a lot of people were expecting him to come back. And because they they think that you know, they got some bigger surprises uh, that are going to happen at the Rumble. They're they're pleased with with the surprises they have in store. So we'll see what that entails next Saturday. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what surprises they have up their sleeve, but I just hope everything with Vince hasn't clouded the mind of Triple H, hasn't distracted him at least. I just hope they do everything they decided to do because as we all have heard, Vince is wanting to change some shit. And I'm not saying he's succeeding, but that's what he wants to try and do. Yeah. I'll get to that in a minute because we we can't seem to go a, a week without talking about Vince anymore. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, this past Monday night on Raw, uh, they announced that this coming Monday night uh, is the uh, Raw 30 show or Raw Triple X. Don't turn that. <laughs> Don't Google that. Uh, that, well, not only are, are there going to be a lot of uh, legends there, uh, but. They're also going to have a, a acknowledgement ceremony for for the bloodline, 
and they said that they're going to have uh, a representative from every generation of the, of the bloodline in WWE history. So we're talking while Samoans, uh, uh, ha, uh, not Haku, uh, Sab, Samu, Manu, Rikishi. You know, obviously we can't we can't get. Unfortunately, can't get Yokozuna, Rosie, or Umaga, but they'll be there in spirit. But there's also another name that is out there that a lot of people are speculating might be a Raw. That's The Rock. And that he will show up to start his uh, push for a WrestleMania match against Roman Reigns. Despite The Rock tweeting out that he's not, he's not <laughs> in any shape, any shape to to wrestle right now. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that was my answer as well, and I forgot who said it, but someone did say there is a difference between being in shape and being in in ring shape. And he he looks more in shape than he ever has been. Yeah, I, I was telling Freddie it it looks like I'm like I'm surprised his his body hasn't exploded. Yeah, yeah. With everything he does, because he has a crazy ass routine. He's up at like four or five in the morning, already in the gym. Yeah. And he does that shit a couple of times a day. I mean, when you got unlimited amounts of money, and yeah, and when you're not star, and when you're not, you're not re- uh, filming a movie, you know, you got nothing else to do. Yeah. <clears throat> when is he not filming the movie? Then seems like he's always filming the movie. He has one to come out every year. Yeah, I mean he's. <laughs> He's uh, the highest paid actor, the most in demand. But even if he was filming a movie, you know, like one of his demands is, I need a gym there somehow. Yeah. So, and there's ways to be said he'll be working out. And there's ways around a, a movie schedule for him to wrestle. You know, as yeah. long as he's, he's careful and he doesn't get hurt because the movie studios. They don't like that. <clears throat> that happened when he faced Cena at WrestleMania a decade ago. Yeah. Also, another sign that The Rock may be coming back is that it's that WWE shop released two new Rock hoodies. Now, I mean, they're playing it off saying that this was mostly just for the 30th anniversary of Raw, but come on. Hmm. Yeah. I've seen a whole bunch of people say the same shit that I've been thinking ever since I heard all of this. You're not fooling anybody. You're not going to fool this guy. So, yeah. I personally think he's going to be there. I do too. It, it, he was a big deal for Raw. Yep. So, of course, he's going to be there during Raw Triple X. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now to the weekly Vince news. 
Oh, I was just going to say, you know, he's going to be there. You know, Freddie's his favorite person is going to be there, too. <laughs> he wasn't advertised. Yeah, but you know he's going to show up. Why? There's not enough, there's not enough time. It's only a three-hour show. <laughs> I, I know we complain always about having a three-hour show, but for for the for the number of stars that are or wrestlers that are coming back, yeah, there's not enough time. Oh, and then we get we're gonna get the commentating team of Corey Graves, Kevin Patrick, and Charity Lawler. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. Yeah. The king. Okay. And since you brought up Jerry Lawler, I don't have all the details, so I can't go deep into it. I'll have to. This is something that just came out today. So it hasn't happened yet. So nobody knows that many details. But the King did put out a tweet and said that he was having his first match in a very long time. <sighs> Why? I, I don't know. Is he I gonna don't. fight Michael Cole? You're right. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's at an indie show, so okay. We'll we'll hear about it throughout the week, I'm sure. But just why though? But he he had a he had a heart attack. He died <laughs> on Raw. He died on Raw, and and they and was brought back. And I think, you know, just like we saw with DeMar Hamlin a couple weeks ago, I don't think, I don't think it's safe. No. Like, I, I don't know how it's going down or how it came about, but one could only hope he was bullshitting around. But the king don't bullshit. So we'll have to wait. I mean, that doesn't make a difference because he was wrestling after the heart attack, too. I mean, at, at, uh, I think it was 20, yeah, yeah, 2018. It was the New Orleans mania where, uh, they had WrestleCon and he, he like threw a, a, threw a fireball, lit Joey Ryan's balls on fire or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. But he's getting older, man. He doesn't need to be wrestling. He's been older. <laughs> I, I was trying to keep it somewhat. I, I, think he, I think he turned 74 this year. All right. So he shouldn't be doing this. Is, he's, is, the same age, he's the same age as Ric Flair. Yeah, he's 73. And and Ric Flair wants another final match. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on with these old farts. Oh, Ric Flair is going to be there too on Monday. Maybe Rick's going to wrestle Jerry. Oh. <laughs> I swear, if that is a match they announce for Monday, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. But yeah, Jerry Lawler's out there having matches. So prepare for either really good, fun news, or really bad news. <laughs> please. After, after news that we got this week, no. No, please, no more bad news. Um, so speaking of bad news, there was another uh, Wall Street Journal article came out this week saying that that Vince settled with Rita Chatterton at 
who for an undisclosed amount, it was a, a multi-million dollar deal. She did want $11.75 but they they brought that down, but still a lot. And there was also an SEC filing that was made on the 17th that stated that Vince now does not have to answer to shareholders when it comes to making decisions. Pretty much he can do what he wants. And that since that came out, or, or in the last couple of weeks, there have been two separate uh, lawsuits filed against Vince, class action lawsuits in the state of Delaware, one by, by the Detroit uh, Police and Fire Retirement Fund, and the other one is from thousands of shareholders who saying that Vince is overstepping his bounds by by changing the bylaws and and you know putting himself in control. And actually these losses could even prevent the sale. Prevent the sale. Yeah. Right. So I have I, I have no idea what what his thought process is anymore. I don't think he's I don't think he's thinking right. I mean, he, he never has, but... Well, we've been telling you he's been delusional for the last five years. Well, yeah, I mean, they said that, that the reason the creative was so bad over him that, you know, the reason that we saw rematch at the rematch is because he forgot he booked the match the week before. I just wish... And, and this is a bad wish in a way because that just means more that shit would have happened. I wish enough accusations would come out that it would just drain him dry of all the money he has. Even the money that he sells WWE for. Like, let it all go to lawsuits. That way we can finally get rid of Vince. And I, I don't know how this sale is going to pan out. Yeah. But some people seem to be under the thought of even when he does sell, they're going to want him in a position of power mm-hmm. just because of who he is and what he did with WWE. So even when he sells, we might not even get rid of his ass. And as far as the sale goes, they were saying that the uh, the price that WWE wants is eight point five billion. I know they said the Comcast deal was anywhere between, maybe anywhere between seven point eight and eight point two billion. But there's a lot of lots of different uh, suitors out there that we've we've already talked about Disney and. And uh, Amazon and Endeavor that owns the USC, Saudi Arabia, even even the cons. Yeah, I mean, well, now now that Jacksonville is out of the playoffs, Tony's going to need <laughs> something else to do. Oh, they lost today. You might as well. Yes. Yeah, they lost today. It it was it was a close game, but they lost. <laughs> They definitely shot themselves in the foot. Is all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Well, I, well, Tony's gonna have to find something else to do. Exactly. 
by WWE and tell Vince to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now to our discussion of the week, and this is going to be a, a sad one. Uh, on Tuesday evening, there was a, a tweet that that Tony Khan put out. Said that uh, one half of the ROH Tag Champions. Jay Briscoe, real name Jamin Pugh, passed away in a car accident. He was 38 years old. He was going to turn 39 this week on Wednesday. His brother Mark was going to turn 38 the day after, or did turn 38 the day after. So these two brothers were, they were 51 weeks apart. So for seven days every year, they were the same age. But along in this crash, uh, the driver of the other car, she also passed away. And uh, also in, in Jay's car were his his wife and two daughters. The, the wife, the wife, uh, she was she was OK, but the two daughters suffered multiple injuries and at one point were in critical condition uh, when her older daughter she had had back surgery which sucks because she was uh, she was a cheerleader they were coming back in fact they were coming home from a cheer event that night that the accident happened There's a there's a video out, out there that shows Jay even rehearsing a cheer routine with her that was was shared again this week that uh, put put it in you know the video in a different context now than than what it was before. Thoughts. There, there's many thoughts that I had the whole time we were getting this breaking news. What, the, what I want to start out with, just to get my anger out of the way, because even though we're all wrestling fans and we came to know him from wrestling, they're also human. I've said that many times. So sometimes you need to separate the athlete from the person and think of what's really going on. And it didn't just happen on the Discord servers that I'm in and the conversations that were happening there. I first saw it happen on Twitter, which can be very toxic as well. So... To everyone saying, oh, but what's going to happen with Mark and the tag titles now? That is the least of their fucking worries right now. Yeah, that, that, that'll come, but you just got to get that time. Uh, there's no TV. There's not a TV show right now anyway, so don't even worry about that. Yeah. Y'all are worried about the wrong thing. When that is the first thought that crosses your mind, 
y'all are some fucked up individuals. And that's coming from this guy. <laughs> so <laughs> when I say it, it means something, man. So get get your thoughts out of the sport and think about the people for once. If you truly respect them and love them that much, think of who they really are, not just who you see on TV. And yeah, man, it, it was just a very bad scenario. And we're still waiting to hear. I'm, I'm surprised we haven't heard anything yet. But they did do like a toxic, toxicology report should be coming out sometime. What, why did she swerve into his lane? What was actually going on? Was she drunk? Was she texting? Like the investigation happened, so I think eventually that's going to come out as well. And the other thing that people seem to have an issue with is that, unfortunately, Jay Briscoe wasn't wearing his seatbelt, which always wear your seatbelt. Yeah, even though it's been proven that sometimes the seatbelt is a cause of death that is very rare. And even though the lady in the other truck was wearing her seatbelt, she still passed away. So, so it's a bit of a double standard. That's, that is the weird part of this is that you never know how it's going to happen or what's actually going to happen, but you can't, really blame him because she was wearing her seatbelt and passed away anyway. But still, what what we need to take away from this in the very least is wear your seatbelt, man. Even though there's a risk of it happening still, there's a better chance of you surviving with your seatbelt on. So. As soon as this news came out, uh, wrestlers from both WWE and AEW and all around wrestling tweeted out their, their condolences to the family. Uh, if you can, if you have have the Honor Club or, or maybe look it up on YouTube, the Briscoes had uh, legendary matches with lots of what are now top, top talent now in wrestling. Um, in 2007, they had a they had a ladder wars with uh, Kevin Steen and El Generico. <laughs> what are those guys up to now? <laughs> I mean, I wonder where they're at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in the best storyline <laughs> right now in wrestling. Uh, Seth Rollins gave Seth several tweets saying that if it wasn't for Jay Briscoe, he wouldn't have ever been signed to Ring of Honor. And Tyler Black would have never become Seth Rollins. Right. Uh, lots of other people said that, that their condolences. Adam Cole and Shane Taylor. Uh, even even the even Triple H, the the Usos, people that have never worked with the Briscoes. In fact, that night on NXT, there was a segment planned 
where the the new day they were going to have a funeral ceremony for a pretty deadly a title shot and this they canceled news, it fortunately this news came out before that happened so it was this was a decision by Shawn Michaels and the new day to cancel that and instead Vic Joseph actually actually uh, passed on the news of Jay's uh Jay Briscoe's passing, which is good on WWE because, like I just said, they never work for the company. Right. So, so you know, it's another acknowledgement that there is a wrestling outside of the WWE. Same for last night. Michael Cole also announced. Yeah, Michael Cole mentioned it last night, too. Yeah, he mentioned it on SmackDown. Yeah. And AEW... They had planned on turning Wednesday Dynamite into a tribute show like they did with Brody Lee. But because uh, Warner Brothers Discovery had an issue with the Briscoes being on TV because of comments made a decade ago, which, which Jay Briscoe atoned to. And many people in the industry like, like Effie and Dark Sheik among others that forgave him for for comments still said no we we can't have that so instead they they went ahead they filmed a memorial uh, show after dynamite and rampage in fresno which will eventually air for free on honor club and on the ring of honor youtube channel yeah and and there was also, and there was also people going around saying, "Well, we don't think Tony did enough to honor the memory of Jay Briscoe." He tried. Yeah, you can't blame Tony for not trying, because as soon as as soon as he got news of it, it it's been made very clear that he was trying to do whatever he could. To honor the memory of Jay Bristow. But uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, like Johnny said, did not want anything to t- anything to do with that still. So if you go to my Instagram, uh, Johnny underscore from underscore WrestleLust, I shared a TikTok I found earlier in the week of the final uh, segment of that, or might even been after the show, uh, of from that show, it's because the main event was Claudio versus Christopher Daniels. They both stood in the ring and gave messages, th- their condolence. And this is what got me. Claudio was in the car earlier in the day. He was listening to a, a Swiss song. And he translated that. Uh, one of the, the messages from the song was something like, Give, give me, give me your flowers while I'm still here, not after I'm gone. Which is basically saying, you know, you tell you know the people, and people that you know you you love them, and uh, you know why you still can because we never know what tomorrow's gonna bring. Yeah, and even though like this is quite the tragedy and everybody's still very torn up about it. The one thing I can say 
is that even when Jay Briscoe was alive, we showed him how much we appreciated everything he did and the amount of punishment that he put his body through to be the badass that we saw in ring. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to put it like this. I'm, I'm wearing my super hard of honor. Uh, I put mine on. We, we went to super hard of honor. Yes. And I, I had, I had always, and this is like years before I'm, I'm talking seven, eight, ten years ago. Even though I wasn't actively watching much other wrestling other than WWE, I still had people that were very much watching Ring of Honor. And I would always hear their name come up to the point where I finally had to check them out. And just seeing everything they did and what the legacy they were building for themselves Mm -hmm. and then being able to go to super heart of honor and able to get tickets for Michael who has, who hadn't been to a wrestling show in a very, very long time. Yeah. And and when he left that night, (laughs) he texted me as soon as, as soon as the show ended. And what he said to me was, the Briscoes and FTR. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Yeah, that show got him back in into wrestling. Yeah, it 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 for him to get back into it because of Briscoes FTR. That is the kind of credit they both they all four of them deserve. And for many years to come. And even after that, people are still going to be able to view what he has done. And it's going to age very well. Yeah. um, The Bristles were, they were uh, Ring of Honor originals. Uh, Jay Briscoe was on the very first show 20 years ago. He was 18. Mark Briscoe wasn't even able to wrestle yet because he wasn't 18 yet. Yeah. But he was but he was still at his he would still be at, at his side. Yeah. He would still be in his corner during matches and shit. Uh and the it should be worth to point out that the the match that they just had the final battle uh, double dog corner match was named Fightful's match of the year. And, uh, you know, that was my match of the year as well. It wasn't his, his last match because I think he had one more indie show after that. But he went out a champion. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And, I, I again, it's, it's too early to say what they're going to do with it. The titles don't matter right now. No. But... It's it's okay to discuss it, but it, it's not the main concern. And by the way, that that ring of one that or that Jay Briscoe tribute show—that's not going to be the last one they're going to do. 
once they do get the TV show going on Honor Club, they're going to do a tribute there. They'll also do a tribute at this year's Supercard of Honor in, in L.A. And I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he gets put into the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. Yeah. This year. Oh, yeah. I think they're definitely going to put him in this year. And even if it wasn't for this reason, like he, he deserves to be in there. So, yeah, I, I actually made a note of some of the statements that were put out by his wife, just clearing up what the extent of their girl's injuries were. And I I felt bad to begin with because not only did they lose their dad, but also the tough road that they have ahead of them in in this grueling recovery is they shouldn't be going through that. But I do have the statements here just to give everybody an idea of what they're going through. On Wednesday, Jay's wife, Ashley, provided an update on their daughters who were in the car as well, saying Gracie was undergoing back surgery and Jay Lee has serious injuries, but was stable. On Thursday... It passed along the following update from Ashley regarding Gracie and Jaylee. Currently, the girls are stable, but they both have a very long road of recovery ahead of them. Gracie, 12, when she originally got to the hospital, said she couldn't feel anything from the waist down. She was diagnosed with an L2 dislocation and an L3 and L4 fracture in her back with compression on her spinal cord. After they stabilized her, they transferred her to another hospital, and she got feeling back in her thighs, but nothing lower than her knee. She was taken straight for an MRI and surgery on Wednesday morning around 3 a.m. The doctor was able to relieve the compression on the spinal cord, and surgery went as well as expected. When you have trauma to your spinal cord, it's a waiting game. The swelling and trauma, you just have to wait. She still has feeling in her thighs, but no movement as of yet. Gracie has tingling on in her feet off and on. Her progress will be day-to-day basis for months to come. She was bruised up pretty badly, but at this time, no other injuries have been diagnosed. Jaylee was diagnosed with an open, tib- with an open tibia and fibula fracture where she underwent surgery. They placed an external fixator on and sent her back to the hospital. She has been diagnosed with a C7 fracture in her neck and has been placed in a neck brace, which will be which she will be in for six weeks. She also has an L3 and L4 fracture in her back, which can be managed with a back brace for about 12 weeks. She has a right clavicle fracture from the seat belt as well as a broken rib on the right side. She has a small left pneumothorax, which is the air between the lung and the chest wall, not inside the lung, which is just being monitored. And today, 
which I, I'm thinking this was Thursday now. She was diagnosed with a perforated bowel with free fluid in her abdomen. She had internal internal bleeding in her stomach area as well. What a shitload of injuries to have. Yeah. Like you are going through so damn and that's not even that's not even all of it, but that that's that's the major shit she's going through. But they did release an update on Friday and said that she did start moving and having feeling in her lower body. So everything looks like it's going to work out, which is good. Again, still still a rough road ahead of her, but we didn't expect to hear this so soon. We thought it was going to be a while before we heard that she was able to regain some sort of feeling and start recovering. Which is the best thing we could ask for in the scenario that they found themselves in. And the, as far as cost goes, and because I, I know this is going to be very costly, they're not going to have to worry about it because I know the wrestling community is going to come together and help out. And I know there's also a, a GoFundMe page that was set up that's already raised hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And not only that, Tony has said that AEW will help them out in whatever way they can. So that's that's also an option. If any other things come up and they find themselves in a bind, I'm pretty sure Tony will help. So. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, after Brody passed away, he, he gave Amanda a job. He, he gave Amanda Huber a job in the company. Yeah. So. And Brody Jr. And Brody Jr. <laughs> he, he's got a contract. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. He was TNT champ. <laughs> Technically, I guess you could say that. Yeah, sure. But they gave yeah. him the belt. Technicalities, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man. It, it just goes to show you that nobody ever knows what's going to happen five hours before the accident he posted a picture of of him and mark where they had just gotten some real badass hats and they were showing them off they just took a picture and put it on twitter (laughs) so they're just out there living their normal lives and and then five hours later unfortunately tragedy struck so I've never really been one to think that this bad stuff can happen to me, but you never really know. No, none of us really know. So I'm I'm just glad we've seen the amount of love and support being shown to him and his family. Because even though they never really broke into the mainstream. They have a lot of respect on their names for what they have done. And to be honest, if if they would have gone to 
let's say WWE a lot sooner than what they intended to, who knows if they would have had this much respect, you know? In fact, back when those comments surfaced uh, uh, from Jay Briscoe's WWE, were looking at bringing him in. But yeah. they changed their mind. Yeah. So, I mean, now all, all we can do is just send our best wishes to the family, send all the best wishes to their to his two daughters, make sure their recovery is going as well as it could. And yeah, just just hope that everything is gonna be okay because this is truly something that nobody should go through. And and like we were saying earlier, you know, you never know what's gonna happen tomorrow. So, you know, be kind to everybody. Uh not to mean to get religious here, but you know, go don't go through life holding grudges with people. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm close with people that are like that. I, uh, that's not how God wants us to live. Also, don't go through life uh, thinking uh, eye for an eye. You know, you should use the, the golden rule, you know, treat others like you want them to treat you. Because, again, you never know what tomorrow brings. Yeah. And uh, this has been the common problem that everybody has had when talking about this. There, there's no easy way to move on after it. Yeah. So we we've we've said what we needed to say. We kind of voiced what what we've been feeling. So unfortunately, that was it for yeah. the news yeah. this week. We'll we'll keep you updated as we get we get information. Yeah, yeah. We we've got we've got people out there that are real good at what they do, and. They won't put it behind a paywall or anything because that's just classless to those that do yeah. do that shit. So yeah, as, as soon as we hear anything, we'll put out tweets and stuff like that, and you'll also hear from us here. So, and and we're now uh, we're now affiliated, so we may we may just pop on one day. Yeah. Right. Be, be prepared for some more impromptu, unplanned streams from us because it's time to hustle hard, <laughs> which we'll, we'll get to some things near the end of this stream. So now that we've gotten in there through the news, I'm going to go over to Drew and get his moment for WWE this week. <sighs> I don't know. There was so much that happened last night. Of course, it's going to come from SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to steal somebody's thing. Probably, but hey, the Funhouse is back. <laughs> All right. Real, real quick. Real quick before uh, before we get into the Funhouse, and thanks for stealing my moment. It was either his moment or my moment. Yeah. Zach, thank you for the five gifted subs, bro. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, thank you. 
Thank you, Zach. All right, please continue. But the Funhouse is back. How happy are we that we got Abby? And <laughs> Although, I will say, Abby used some strong language last night, didn't she? She did. <laughs> when? when well, I mean, I'm, I'm just surprised <laughs> it took this long for her to use it, though. What'd she say? Yeah. I, I actually didn't I miss the segment. What'd she say? She got bleeped. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I think she'd been bleeped before, though. I think she was in the past. Or maybe Bramley Rabbit might have been bleeped. No, I think she's been bleeped before. Yeah, she probably has. I think so. <laughs> but, yeah, we just love the fun house. And it's back. And he warned... Uh, I just... Mine went... LA Knight, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> she might just get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> And, yeah, because, I mean, you don't know which one we're going to see next week. Are we going to see the Fiend next week? We don't, I don't know. I don't think we're going to see the Fiend just yet. Do you think we'll see him at the Rumble? It, it would be an interesting thing to watch happen. Because, you know, we don't know what this pitch black match is going to be as far as the lighting goes. You know, that... A fiend can be pretty scary in the dark or, or dim light. Yeah. Yeah, Zach, uh, during SmackDown, um, after it was it was right at the end of the LA Night match, uh, the Firefly Funhouse is back. Yes. So that, that opens it up a little bit more to me. A lot a lot of people have been saying that everything Bray has been doing is kind of stuck in its own way and wasn't moving as well. But with with the Firefly Funhouse being back, you know, plumbers crack and everything. Being covered, covered up by his lo- Firefly logo. Covered up by the Lou logo. <laughs> and Rabbit Rabbit saying he actually likes night and scared of the dark. Yeah. Yeah, it, Bray I, tells I, Rambling, yeah, you should be scared of the dark. <laughs> yeah. It, this just keeps it unpredictable. You know, you now you like I didn't know what we were gonna get to begin with, but now that we've seen the Firefly Funhouse again, we truly don't know which Bray we're getting. And depending on what happens in the match at the Rumble. And if the match happens before or after the men's rumble, it could it could be possible that we see him something doing the rum, something in the rumble as well. So it's a very interesting time to be a Bray Wyatt fan. But yeah, man, that that shit was. I, I I turned. I, I, this is going to sound weird, but for a split second, when the Firefly Funhouse theme came back on, I turned into a little kid because uh, by that point, when I was watching when I was watching SmackDown, we had already 
I had already finalized the process of becoming affiliate. So I was already working on stuff for the stream. I stopped. Gave it my full attention. So, yeah. Who, who knows what that pitch black match is going to look like. But Zach just put, put this in chat. A pitch black match lit up by fireflies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we looked badass every single time he did it. Yeah. So yeah. Did. And, and you know, that many lights can cast very good on the ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, we've seen it live. Yeah. So, hell. <laughs> This might be the best thing we ever see. As much as I have shit on it. And I, I, I think they're starting to expedite the storyline more because there is always that looming threat of Vince. And so they wanna they wanna do all the stuff with with Bray Wyatt's character that they wanted to do last time just in case he decides to take over again because he he doesn't he doesn't believe in Bray Wyatt the way Triple H does. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's what scares me the most of this whole Vince situation is because we're finally starting to get somewhere. We're finally gonna have that first match. And that's gonna that's just going to send it into a tailspin. This story is going to start moving a million miles an hour after that. And that would just put us in a world where Bray Wyatt is back having matches 100%. So, yeah. I love this. Of course. So, yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm not prepared to show you that we're sharing the moment, but <laughs> curse you for stealing my moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fine. I it was it was a big deal, so I get it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine. So now that we got Drew's moment in there, I'm gonna go over to Johnny and get his moment for WWE this week. Okay. Well, of course, just like. Just like Freddie's moments have been all about Bray Wyatt, my you know my moments have been lately have been about the bloodline, and yeah, the the story continued this week, and it, it's getting better by the week. So this week, uh, the the show kicked off with two SUVs, you know, one one with. Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns and the other with the rest of the bloodline, the Usos and Sammy and Solo. And they all got out and they started high-fiving and fist-bumping and, you know, just just celebrating. Sammy went to go fist-bump Roman and Roman just walked past him. And later on, it was uh, they were, there was a backstage segment when uh, you know, uh, Roman just said, you know, asked Sammy, you know, what's what's going on? What's wrong with him? And Sammy said that he was he was upset that the that the bloodline caused a DQ last week with the match with Kevin Owens that he thought that 
that Roman wanted him to take care of it by himself, that he could have done it by himself. Uh, and so then, then Sammy said, started saying, well, you know, maybe Kevin Owens is, is right that, uh, that y'all shouldn't be trusted. <clears throat> and Roman just goes off on him. Roman just, he tells him to leave. You know, he's, he's saying, you know, like, since when do I need the, the honorary, you know, permission to do something, you know, so later on, Paul Heyman and Roman are, are, are back in the locker room and, or dressing, dressing room. And Paul tells Roman, you know, maybe we need to not upset Sammy. You know, we need to, we need to keep him around at least until after the Kevin Owens match. So, you know, Roman says, yeah, you're right. So later on, he apologizes to, to Sammy, uh, uh, for you know, getting upset with him and having them interfere in the match, and you know, then this this time he he does accept the fist bump from Sammy Zane. You know, he tells Sammy, you know, go ahead and get all the arrangements for us to to leave after SmackDown. And and uh, the the uh, last segment of the show was uh, contract signing for the. For the title match at the Rumble with Kevin and Roman, Roman Reigns is out there already waiting for Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, instead of him coming down the down the ramp, he comes to the crowd and just immediately starts uh, attacking the Bloodline. He attacks Solo. He attacks the, the Usos. Uh, he put Roman through the table, and after all that happened. After the bloodline had been beaten by Kevin, then Sami Zayn comes out after after the fact. So now, what's going to happen next week? Uh, is you know Roman going to get on to Sami again for not not showing up to help them? You know, this. Uh, I think this is going to lead up to. To Sammy turning on the bloodline at the Rumble. We got one more week. One more week. I'm very excited about this. Here's here's my thing. Why the hell? It's been a couple of weeks that this has been happening. And unfortunately, it isn't the last time. But like. Like Zach just said, uh oh, is it finally the end for Sammy? I don't think I, 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 I kind of hope so because <laughs> the things that Roman says to him and just how sad he gets when Roman tells him these things, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's breaking people's hearts, man. All right, haven't we had enough heartbreak this week? <laughs> we need this shit to happen as well. When Roman told Sammy, "Why don't you go find your own bloodline?" Like, why? Why you gotta be so cold? I he's done nothing but try and help, man. And this is the way you treat him. There, there's a couple of different 
theories I have heard of, but I know there's one that Johnny wants to bring up because this is the one we heard today. So this morning on uh, Denise Alcedo was hosting Busted Open Radio with, with Mark Henry. They were talking about SmackDown and Rampage. And she had a theory that I never even considered. What if Paul Heyman is going to side with Sami Zayn? What if Sami Zayn is going to be the next Paul Heyman guy? And they both turn on the, the bloodline. Which is a damn good theory. It's something that I never thought of this whole time. Yeah. But... We know Paul Heyman has a track record of betraying who he sided with. And he's been siding with Roman Reigns for a very long time. So it it might be time. Just like he turned on Brock Lesnar, could be time for him to turn on Roman. And that's when he helps Sammy somehow win the championship from him. That's a, that's a big if, but I think it could happen. Or like Zach, he just said, ain't no way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I think it could very much happen. There's also another theory I started seeing being thrown around on Twitter. Which, which would be a little bit weird, but in a way, it could be Kevin Owens' way of sav- helping sabotage the bloodline. So, I, so whenever he signed the contract, you know how he threw it at Sami Zayn? I, I didn't notice this. I had to go back and take another look at it. But Sammy had this what the fuck look on his face after he looked at the contract. So now some people are saying, what if Kevin Owens signed Sami Zayn's name on the contract? <laughs> and it's actually going to be Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. At the Rumble. That's a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch. But to further push that along, people are also, you know, booking it the way they would book it, which we have done here a couple of times with a lot of things as well. They're saying, what if Kevin Owens comes out during the acknowledge? celebration they're having on Raw and says, hey, I know I signed the contract, but it's not my name on the contract. And that's how he interrupts that whole thing. And that's when throws the contract in the ring, Roman picks it up and sees that Sami Zayn's name is on it. It would be a very weird way of going about it. But it could be interesting that Kevin Owens just gives up his chance at the title to watch his best friend get what get what he deserves 
and payback on the bloodline for the way they're treating him. I don't I don't put it past WWE. I don't put it past Triple H. He's a very smart man. And he's proven that he can do this shit really well. So if this is something he cooked up in his brain and we're just picking it up on the little hints, I'm down for it. But everything with the bloodline, everything with Kevin Owens, everything with Sami Zayn is the best thing going on in WWE right now. So I just had to throw that those thoughts in there as well of stuff I had been reading today. And y'all, y'all took the best moments, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is my own thing for going at the very end. Yeah, there really wasn't much going on this week in WWE. Yeah, but I'm 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 just just to throw one of my other frame moments in there of the night. Even though they're called the Banger Bros, I'm still gonna. I'm still going to call them the Bang Bros <laughs> because I like that name a lot more. Yeah, of course the, you do. The Banger Bros defeating the Viking Raiders. What a match, man. Yeah. Like, I, I know it, shows have to start strong and end strong, and we've said everything in the middle as long as it keeps us invested it works this was probably the one smackdown where i kept my full attention they never they never let the foot off the gas even in this match man because this followed this followed the bloodline intro which is a hard thing to follow but yeah just Sheamus and drew mcintyre taking on the Viking Raiders, it was everything you thought it was going to be. Just hard-hitting, bro. That's the best way I can put it. And like I said, to those to those that know the Bang Bros, everything's always hard-hitting. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I was going to say something like that. So... Now that we've gone through our moments of WWE, I'm going to go back to Drew and get his moment of AEW. No. AEW is always the hardest to pick from because there's just so much. Let's go with Top Flight and Young Bucks match. <laughs> All right. Which was a very fast-paced tag match with the surprise of Top Flight getting the pin, getting the win. So, yeah, it was a good match all the way around. Just so much action. It never stopped. It did. And I know 
at least once. They used the, the Briscoes finishing move to try to win. The Young yeah. Bucks did. Yeah. It didn't work, but they used it, which was great to see in the tribute to Jay there. But, yeah, it was a great match. Yeah, it was it was a really good match. I also the, here's the thing about the young bucks. You you always expect them to win. Because they're just they're just that damn good. But you you can't deny top flight and their talent. Yeah. And it's like and it's like I said a couple of weeks ago. I'm just glad that they're staying healthy. And that they're finally putting together a string of victories. And yeah. for them to get the win here on the Young Bucks, hell of a move. Like, yeah, and then like the callback to the Briscoes by them doing their their finishing move. Yeah. It it was everything I wanted it to be, and then some because and it kind of reminded me of the very first dynamite. Yeah. In the uh, tag team tournament, well, the Young Bucks lost to Private Party in the first match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they took their loss to, to showcase the new kids, the young yeah. kids, not the new kids, but the younger kids. So, yeah, and at AEW, they're they're going to have to build new stars in the tag team division because, uh, you know, at FTR, they're they're going to take time off and. Uh, the, you know the the uh, the young ones are they're now in in the trios uh, division, so they're gonna need some new stars like like Private Party and in the top flight. And, Although uh, this could set up a trios match with uh, top flight and Ar Fox, who won the thirty thousand three hundred thousand dollar yeah I mean, trios thing. I mean they they deserve it. Yeah. 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 And it they're, they're, put them in line for the acclaims <laughs> titles maybe. too. I, I would say yeah. This puts them in a very good spot. Yeah, man, it was a really good match and AEW is doing a really good thing right now in building newer tag teams. Like we got Jungle Hook that they're starting to get behind. Some people think they're going to be broken up pretty soon, but it, 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 it just, they just got together, so I don't think they'll do. And there's always, there's always more people they could pair up. So, yeah. I'm not worried about their tag division. It's something that Tony has always done real well on. I think he's going to continue. So now that we got Drew's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Johnny and get his moment for AEW this week. So like, like Drew was saying there, there, there were a lot of moments. There were, there was a lot of good, uh, good matches on dynamite dynamite this week. And I'm having trouble deciding between two matches. But I'm going to go for the main event uh, with Darby Allen and Kushida. This is the first time that that uh, a lot of fans have seen, seen Kushida. Yeah, you know, he was in NXT for a while. 
uh, a lot of fans know more from from New Japan. Um, and this is Darby's third defense since uh, since winning the title. He's he defeated uh, Mike Bennett and Juice Robinson, and he he got he got the win here. It, it was, uh, but he had he had to fight for it. Uh, you know, Kushida wasn't wasn't letting up. Uh, with his uh, in the Japanese, you know, you know, strong style type of wrestling that he does, uh, he he targeted uh, Darby's arm a lot during the match. The one move that I I, I liked was uh, Kushida was on the outside and Darby was went to the top and was going to do a shotgun drop kick to the outside, but Kushida caught him and turned it into a into an arm bar, which was incredible. In yeah. in, in the ring, he seems to do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, in in the ring, uh, Kashida was gonna get was gonna put him in the in the uh, hover, hoverboard lock, which uh, you know he that was his. It, it it's been his finisher. It wasn't in NXT in New Japan, but. Uh, Darby managed to use his good arm to to uh, get him into the uh, Last Supper pin that he does to get the win. And I thought it was a, it was a good match overall, and it was t- a tune up for for Darby for for tonight when he's him and Sting are going to be in in that match with the Great Muda. What a position to find yourself in. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm I'm just happy that we get to see this because we we know that Sting isn't gonna get a lot of time in that match. Yeah. But just just to have the image of Darby and Sting there with the Great Muda, it, it's a, it's gonna be an amazing night, and I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. But yeah, man. we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, man. But Darby doing his thing against Kushida. Yeah. It it was a hell of a match and I enjoyed it very much. So for my moment, it was after the Tony Storm Willow Nightingale match. I didn't expect Soraya to attack Willow. Even though a lot of people seem to think that these last couple of weeks, Soraya has been acting a little bit more heelish than normal. I I still did not expect for this to happen. Yeah, we thought Sheeta would turn heel, not... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we all thought Sheeta was going to be the one to turn heel. But no, it looks like it's going to be Soraya and Tony. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. For the way AEW is run, it makes sense for Soraya to be a heel. Because I think she's going to speak more freely. And it, it fits her attitude more for her to be a heel. 
I'm gonna my only question mark on that whole situation is how's Tony Storm gonna handle it? Because I like her more as a face. But I know she can be a pretty good heel too. So I'm just gonna keep an open mind and I I know whatever Tony has planned for them too is gonna be intense. Because how can it not be? Yeah. And then there's there's still the thought looming in everybody's mind about when is Mercedes Monet going to come to the whole situation. Yeah, because now a lot of people are starting to say, well, now this this is building to like a, a, a war between ex-WWE wrestlers and, and AEW um, homegrown talent. Yeah. Because so. on one side, one side you have, uh, you have uh, uh, Soraya and Tony Storm and and a, a Ruby Soho, Athena. You know, I've heard Serena Deep thrown in there. And then on the other side, you have you have Britt Baker, uh, Sheeta, uh, Jamie Hayter, and yes, even Jake Cargo. So yeah, there's I know a lot of people saying, well, that this could be their first uh, women's blood and guts match. Yeah, Wh- whichever one they decide to go with, because it could either be blood and guts or it can be like the stadium stampede match. <laughs> like just let them do this, and and I think they will. I think they'll do the originals versus the WWE thing. It's what makes sense right now with what they're with how they're doing it. So, yeah, man, the unpredictability of this and finally getting to the point where this women's division should have been all along, where I know it could have eventually been. I'm just glad we're finally there. So, hell yeah, man. I love that good shit. So, lots of good shit. But now that we've gone through our moments of the week, we're going to go and do some predictions for the Rumble, even though there's not a lot of matches out there. So I'm just going to go down the list real quick and get your thoughts on who on who you think is going to win. So we're going to start off with Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight in the pitch black match. Drew, who you got? Bray Wyatt, or whatever character he chooses to be that night. <laughs> or maybe he's all six characters I don't know (laughs) yeah there's no telling who he's gonna be but we'll take that Uh, Johnny who you got well well, of course uh, you can't have Bray Wyatt losing his fist first night back I mean unless Vince was involved but (laughs) Hopeful, uh, hope be helping. You know, he said one one more week, but no, I think Bray's gonna win. Yeah, 
I've heard a lot of people been saying maybe maybe LA Knight wins and that's what finally pushes him that little bit more he needed to go over the edge. And that's how he goes full insane. But it it falls apart a little bit for me for LA Knight when he said something along the lines of I thrive in the dark. Like he does well in that situation. You've been beat up in the dark, bro. We found you laid out several twice. times. Yeah. Several times in the dark. Yeah. So it, it falls apart a little bit. I think if they have LA Nightwind, it's not going to be a good look for Bray. So, yeah, I think Bray Wyatt definitely has to win this or whatever version of him we get. So, for the following match on the card, a bit hard to tell who's going to win, but the Women's Royal Rumble. <laughs> Drew, who you got? Raquel Rodriguez. You imagine her and Charlotte at Mania? I could. Just because I, I think I'm I'm not sure how tall Raquel Rodriguez really is, but I think she could be taller than Charlotte. Yeah, it, it could I, be a hell of a sight. So, all right, Johnny, who you got? Uh, I, I think it's going to be uh, Rhea Ripley. Because they, they've been building her up with with the, the Judgment Day and all the, the Dominic stuff. And that she's even able to, like, manhandle the, the, the male wrestlers. You know, I think, I think she can dominate. All right. Uh, me personally, just from what I'm seeing, and just to be a little bit different, seeing as you already took Rhea and how Andrew took Raquel, <laughs> I, I think there has to be something with the little bit of focus they put on Liv Morgan and her really set on coming out number one. I think they could give her that Iron Woman spot and have her go the distance. So, I'm going to say Liv Morgan. I'm, I'm really not hoping it's what it's who Zach just brought up. So, he said, oh, it may be old, but I see Lacey Evans is getting another gimmick. Is she, though? It's like a lot of the same to me. It's yeah, all it, the same umbrella. It doesn't seem like like anyone's interested in her. Yeah, yeah, doesn't seem like it. And we've I, always known she's been a marine. That's yeah. what they've always talked about. So it's not. Yeah, it, it's nothing new. To, uh, those that have been around and seen what she has done before, it's not a surprise. But yeah. Zach, 
agrees with you, Johnny. Says he could see Rhea. So. And, and it's also worth the note, and I forgot to mention this earlier, but the, the news did come out that uh, Ronda's not going to be at the Rumble this year. She I don't know what that deal is all about, but yeah. I know they have plenty of surprises ready to go. So we're we're fine with that, I guess. Ronda doesn't need to be there for this one. Yeah. So from the women's rumble to the men's rumble. Drew, who you got? Okay. I know I made the prediction at the end of the year things. But I'm actually changing it now. <laughs> All right. I think it's going to be Cody. As much as they're talking to his big thing and returning for the Rumble, why would they do that if not, not they're not planning on him winning? All right. And it's just, I've heard several ways that people talk about it's a way for him to separate the titles. Because if he just wants the WWE title because it's the one his dad never had, yeah, so yeah, he could say, just come out and say, I, I could care less about the universe title. Keep it. I just want that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that, yeah, I'm going to go Cody. That's a good one. I think a lot of people are going to side with you on that one. But we'll see. Johnny, who you got? Tamatunga. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Although he might show up. Uh, no, I, I agree with Drew. I, I, I think it's going to be Cody as well. Uh, in fact, I I had a feeling Cody was going to win it as soon as as they said he was going to be out with, with the injury. Of course, you know, this it, 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 it'll be his his comeback story, you know, just like just like Cena in, in 08, you know, he's going to come, he'll come back. Even though Cena was a surprise and they already announced Cody, but, but yeah, I think he's still going to win. And they may even give him the, the Iron Man spot. You know, he, he might start, maybe he might get the number one or two pick and, and stay, stay in there the whole time. Yeah. Edge did it last year. Wanted yeah. Edge. Yeah. Edge yeah. went one, number one, and won it last year. So, been done a couple, a few times. Not sure how oh, many times. A couple years ago, 2021. Yeah, last, last year was probably the worst rumble that they've ever had. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have labeled it that. So, it, it wasn't really good. And this, uh, year, and this year could be probably the best rumble that they are. Yeah. So Zach says, John Cena crying with laughter face. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, oh, you, you know, Bad Bunny's gonna get a spot in the rumble like he did last oh, year. No. <laughs> and Kev says, how about not bringing back so many legends and maybe bring up some NXT superstars? True. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Cody ha- has been in the performance and wor- working out with Carmelo Hayes and Joe Gacy. So, yeah. I, I could see Braun Breaker being in there. Yeah. I, he- he's bound to move up to main roster anyway. So, yeah, 
I could see that happening. As far as my choice, Jay White. Nice. I mean, look, the rumor's there, right? Yeah. And he's no longer in New Japan. So, I would love to see Jay White, but if if he's not going to be there, then yeah, Cody, man. Cody's it for me. I think he deserves it. After doing what he did with AEW, leaving, coming in and getting that gnarly injury, and still having a hell of a match against Seth Rollins and just his his recovery, his roads to recovery, <laughs> as they say it. Yeah. And just fighting through it all and coming back. Yeah, I think they I think they get Cody to win. So if it's not Jay White, it's Cody. That's my prediction. So for the next to final match on the card for the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. I would like to see Alexa win. She probably won't, but I won't pick Alexa. Why not? <laughs> uh, I'm also going to pick Alexa, and I think she will win. Uh, I think Bianca's had that title long enough. It's time time for for a, a change, and it would be it would be it would be nice to have uh, if she is going to be part of the the Bray storyline to have the women's champion on your on your side. Damn right. Yeah, I'm I'm going to Alexa Bliss as well. I think even though she's not my cup of tea, Bianca Belair has had her fair share of time with the title. And she's had some pretty decent matches. So, yeah, I just think it's time for Alexa Bliss to get another shot at it and for her to get an actual decent run. So, yeah, I'm in for Alexa Bliss as well. And Kev agrees also. He's he's going with Alexa Bliss. And Zach says, I'd love to say Bliss, but just like last week, it was interrupted and she was disqualified. So, yeah, I'm I'm just putting all my all the hopes that I have on Triple H, and I know he thinks differently just because of everything he did for the NXT Black and Gold. Yeah, I'm putting I'm putting all my hope in Triple H. So. For the final match of the night, for now, for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. If it's Kevin Owens. If it's Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm picking Roman, unless they pull that swerve and Sammy Rose... Kevin wrote Sammy's name, then I'll pick Sammy. Oh. <laughs> all right. So it all depends on what happens Monday. Yeah. Because, I yeah, I, I'm going to 
pick Roman as well, just just because I don't think it's quite a time yet for him to lose the title. It it it's coming up, but this isn't it. Yeah, if, if he's gonna lose the title, it has to be on a bigger stage, just because of how big of a star he is now. You tell me the Royal Rumble isn't a big stage. It's on the top four. I'm just saying there's a bigger <laughs> stage, and yeah. that is WrestleMania. Now, I'm not saying maybe Kevin Owens doesn't get the win, but by, by DQ. Well, they've done that before. They did that last year. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people would be mad, but I could also see them doing that. Just so they protect Roman as he moves into the Rumble or into the WrestleMania. <sighs> yeah, I think Roman retains. As long as he's had it, he, he, he needs to lose it when all the spotlight is on the biggest event of the year. And WrestleMania is so close that they might as well hold off. But if they don't do it at WrestleMania, how much longer is he going to hold on to it? We need that change. So, yeah, those are just our predictions for what matches we have knowledge of for the Rumble. So, okay. So, when we started, I spoke of something I not necessarily wanted to do, but I'm going to throw it out there just, just to see if, if we're actually able to make this happen. So I set a sub goal for 100, 100 subs. And the deadline... I mean, we can hit 100 whenever y'all want. But I'm setting a deadline for the end of our Royal Rumble watch-along. And not Drew, not Johnny. They Normally, whenever we discuss stuff for the podcast, I fill them in on everything I'm thinking. This is just something I thought of today. So they know nothing of what I'm about to say. If we hit our 100 sub goal by the end of the Royal Rumble stream, I will go get a new tattoo. And that new tattoo is going to be you can't see me. <laughs> That's great. So let's go, folks. Yeah. yeah. So spread, spread the word. I will get the John Cena you can't see me tattoo on my wrist right here. I got this gap right here. That's where I will get it. And we all know my hate for John Cena, the character. So he he will have that on there for the rest of his life. For the rest of my life, I will have it. 
unless that unless he gets a tattoo. Unless he gets some money to have it removed, which uh, he probably won't. <laughs> no, no. If I'm getting it, it's staying because it costs way too much and it's way too painful to get it removed. <laughs> so, so, so that's the plan. If we if we meet our sub goal by the end of the Royal Rumble stream, I will go get this John Cena tattoo. And I I will live stream it. Uh, thanks, thanks for the sub, Zach. Thanks. thanks for <laughs> <laughs> We're up to seven. We're almost one tenth of the way there. This uh, is not gonna go well for me, is it? Let's again, go, people. Let's go, again. people. Again, spread Let's the word. Get them subs. I'm sure we're gonna clip this out and put it on social media. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna stick to my promise. I did tell Johnny that I was gonna clip this, and that I'm gonna put it everywhere, so it starts circulating. So, let's do it. Let's get us to 100 subs, please. Get to a, a, a hundred and 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 more after that. Yeah, don't stop there. So now that I've thrown that out there to see how it goes, like always, it is time to stump the brain. Okay. Rumble questions. I know you love your rumble questions during Rumble Mania season. Rumble Mania? Yeah. Rumble Mania. There you go. <laughs> the new pay per view. Yes. <laughs> Don't get any ideas, you Saudis. <laughs> Who has the most emula- eliminations in a single women's Royal Rumble? Hey, Johnny. Who has the most eliminations? Eliminations <laughs> in a single. Was, was that Spanish? <laughs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and uh, this shouldn't be too hard because we only had like four of them, or three of them, four, four remote women's moves. I'm thinking of two people. We've had five. <laughs> what? Oh, five rumbles. Oh. Five women's rumbles, yeah. Uh, 18, 19. Yeah, you're right. Five. I, I forgot what year we were in, in there for a second. And I'm thinking of two people because I think there might even be a tie, but maybe not. I'm going to say Shayna Baszler. You're actually correct. It is a tie. With Michelle McCool? No. It's Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair. Oh, okay. They both eliminated eight women in the 2020 Rumble. <laughs> I only said Michelle McCool because I think she had the record, record first. Yeah, she had five in 2018. Yeah, since that was the first, since that was the first rumble, she had the record. Yeah. 
Not but bad, it's, not bad. It's Shayna and Bianca with eight in 2020. <laughs> I think I think Rhea has a pretty good shot of breaking that one this year. Yeah. Or, or maybe even Shayna breaking her own record. That would that wouldn't be a bad spot to see if or maybe. she was able to go in there and break her own record. There's also a, a kill. <laughs> yeah. Or if they really want to do the Liv Morgan. Yeah, since she said she's gonna be in there the longest. Yeah, she could also have a chance at breaking it. So, yeah, there's a lot of things to look forward to. This coming week, the Acknowledge Me celebration they're doing with the Bloodline. The last week leading up into the Rumble. Are we going to get the Rock or not? There's a lot of questions there that need answering. So it's going to be a hell of a week. So like always, if you have any questions or comments, WrestleLost at gmail.com, WrestleLost on Facebook, and don't forget to give us a sub here on Twitch. No and, pressure. Don't break yeah. the bank. If you don't have it, don't do it. Please <laughs> save me. <laughs> and, and we're going to be back here tonight at midnight for a, a, a live watch along. Uh, uh, Pro Wrestling Noah is going to present uh, the great Muda's final bye-bye. Well, they will. Yes, well they would, <laughs> which is going to have, which is it's going to have ten matches. Uh, half of those five five matches are going to be six man matches, one eight man match, and two two singles matches and two tag matches. Yeah, so it's going to be a hell of a night. Uh, two of us are going to be back for it. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be fun and interesting. So if y'all are able to be here, that would be awesome. So, for those of you that aren't going to be able to, hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we will see you all next week. See you next week for our live Rumble watch along. Damn right. Check you later. <laughs>